0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 92. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, have you ever wanted to start a podcast but don't have the time, knowledge, or skills? Just record an MP3, send it to my team here at Entrepreneur on Fire, and we do the rest. It's really that simple. Visit podplatform.com, that's P-O-D platform.com, to find out more. And now let's give it up for our five-star reviews. Magical Goals, Kathleen at EndureFitSports.com, Mike McKinnon, Yearling is Love, Heather12133, NB Fit and Digital Lesson. Thank you so much for your support of Entrepreneur on Fire and I look forward to thanking everybody who does the same. Okay, let's get started. I am simply exhilarated to introduce my guest today, Adam Franklin. Adam, are you prepared to ignite? You bet. All right. Adam is an international social media speaker, marketing manager and co-founder of Blue Wire Media. They implement Blue Wire Media's web strategy system to deliver more leads, more clients, and more revenue for remarkable mid-sized Australian clients who are driven to own their market niche. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Adam, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, let us know who you are, and then tell us about your business.
1: Absolutely, John. So I started the business eight years ago, and I was lucky enough to start it with one of my best mates, Toby Jenkins. We've actually been in um, school since grade one together, so that was over 25 years ago. And we did school, we did high school, university, water polo, we've traveled together, and then we thought it would be a great idea to start a business together. So it's been a fantastic journey. I feel very privileged to have um, gone into business with such a good friend, and it's been a really exciting time.
0: Well, I'm really glad to hear that you've had a good experience with a friend because you always hear two different stories. Sometimes it is a great experience and then other people just have a disastrous experience and really bad things happen. So I'm glad you're on that other end of the spectrum, Adam.
1: Yeah, it's been fantastic. And a lot of people warned us at the start, oh, why would you go into business with a friend But you might, not, you might end up being not friends? Uh, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I think, why would you go into business with someone who you don't know? Like if you've got a lifelong friend, it seems to me like a perfect option for going into business.
0: Awesome. Really glad that worked out. And let's use that to transition now to our first real topic, Adam, and that is the success quote. At Entrepreneur on Fire, we like to start every show off by getting the motivational ball rolling, getting Fire Nation really excited for the content that you have for us. So, Adam, what do you have for a success quote?
1: My favorite success quote is that overnight success takes at least 10 years. (laughs) <laughs> and it's amazing how many times I've heard that in my eight-year journey so far. And looking, I've studied entrepreneurs, and I read their books, and I follow their businesses. And the recurring theme, consistently, is that it takes at least ten years to be an overnight success. And I guess if you read Malcolm Gladwell's book, you know he argues that it takes ten thousand hours to master something, and that ten thousand hours you know, actually takes ten years of your life to to um, to actually be doing it. To master it, to actually be good enough to be considered a success.
0: That is so true on so many levels. And Malcolm Gladwell and the tipping point, the 10,000 hour rule is definitely in effect. I count down mine in podcasting. I'm at about probably 3 or 4% of the way there. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but you're at the eight year mark right now, Adam. That's kind of be pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, the eight year mark—it's—it's gone really quickly. I mean, sometimes you look back and you know, eight years has flown. But you know, it's been such a such an exciting adventure that um, I hope there's there's many more decades to come. But eight years has gone very quickly. We've learned a lot. You know, we've improved a hell of a lot, and we just keep we keep persevering. We keep chipping away and getting better at what we do, and loving every minute of it. And I think if, if we didn't get up every morning and love it, it would be a really challenging thing to do. But getting up, working with one of your best mates, with a business and colleagues who who you adore, it's um, it's a pleasure every day.
0: Well, let's use that, Adam, to go back in your journey because that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is about. It's about your journey as an entrepreneur. And as every entrepreneur knows all too well, failure, challenges, obstacles riddle our path as entrepreneurs. And we face those challenges every single day on certain levels. Can you take us back to a time in your journey, when you experienced a failure or just an incredible obstacle and how you overcame that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, John. I guess s- starting out our business, Toby and I, we had never run a business before. We'd never built a website before. And we'd literally had no business experience and no web programming experience. And nor had we studied at Union. That's what a very few people know. And I, I do share this story with entrepreneurs because they can appreciate um, the challenges that you do have to overcome, and that was how we started the business. So before we'd even before we'd even <laughs> built our own website, we were out pounding the pavement, knocking on doors, trying to win new business um, with the challenge of not actually having a website ourselves and not actually knowing how to build one either. And it was paradoxically paradoxically it wasn't an issue. Um, it was actually our greatest attribute because our passion has always been running a business and learning business and then we could always hire the technical skills to deliver on the websites that we sold. And one of our early mentors, Mike O'Hagan, an Australian guy, his company is called Mini Movers. We saw him speak probably in our fifth or sixth week in business and he's run his business for close to 30 years and it's a furniture removalist business but he has never moved a piece of furniture in his life. <laughs> Said that was the key to his success because he could focus on all the different things you need to in order to run a successful business and grow a successful business without getting distracted by getting trapped in the uh, in the technical skills. And I guess you know as Michael Gerber would say in the e-myth, you often the technicians don't make the best business owners. So. The fact that we did have no business experience and no web experience actually worked very much in our favor because we could focus on the things that we were truly passionate about.
0: So, Adam, take us down to the ground level. Share with us an actual story and an example of where you guys really failed or just really ran up against an obstacle early on in that journey.
1: Yeah, sure. Some of the, I guess, some of the early mistakes we made was we thought, uh, well, since it was our own business and we were the boss, we could wear whatever we wanted and some of the time we would, uh, you know, we, we we had a couple of meetings early on, and and we, th- for some reason, looking back, it was stupid. But we'd we'd turn up in shorts and a t-shirt uh, to these to these meetings, and we were wondering at the end, or well, why did I wonder why we didn't win that business? <laughs> and the <laughs> and the truth was, they must have. Well, obviously, they didn't take us seriously. We looked like we were just, you know, just strolled in off the street to these meetings, and. Ever since then, we realised you know if you want to be taken seriously, if you want to be paid like a professional and do professional work, then you've got to look the part as well. So ever since then, we we're in the in the in the shirts and, and suits, um, looking the part. And and sometimes that's unusual for a web company. That you know traditionally in you know jeans and a t shirt, but we've taken a completely different tack and look very professional in 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 the way we look all the time, whether it's you know in public doing um, public speaking or just to client meetings or around the office. So that was one of the mistakes we learned You know not really looking the part and not being taken seriously as a result of that.
0: No, that's a great insight, Adam. Thank you for sharing that with us. And we'll actually use that to move into our next topic, which is on the other end of the spectrum. And it's kind of what you've alluded to right here. You had an aha moment of sorts when you realize that, hey, it's not working when we're addressing not that professionally. It's just not giving the right kind of perception that we want to give off. Can you share with us, Fire Nation, really large aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey as an entrepreneur that you've really turned into success?
1: I think my biggest aha moment, they very much came almost prior to starting the business or, or in that lead up period of thinking about it and preparing what I might actually do for a business because I'd, I'd been looking at a lot of the people I admired who were the more successful people, or at least living lives that I wanted to emulate. They had plenty of um, freedom of money and freedom of time to be doing what they wanted. They lived great lifestyles and they were able to spend their time doing things that were most important to them. And the recurring theme of all those people is that they had a business and it wasn't necessarily that they went to uni and got the best grades and got the best jobs. That didn't necessarily correlate with the people that I saw in my life that were living the lives that I really wanted to emulate. So the common theme was that they had their own businesses and that was the aha moment. That's when I realized that You know, I got good marks at school but not good marks at uni because I didn't put in as much effort but none of that mattered as much. If you found something that you were passionate about, um, a business, then that was the key. I, I sort of discovered that before I started the business. It was the reason I started the business. So, it was very much aligned with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book and that really validated the thinking there that going into business because you want to grow and run a business and Um, bring in income and grow a team. That was really the aha moment yeah, before I started Blue Wire Media.
0: That's a great aha moment, Adam, on so many levels. And I just really, again, love your references to books because every time you start talking about a certain topic, a book pops into my mind. And every single time you end up mentioning that book before you're actually done it. So it's so important to continue to educate ourselves with these type of books and with these type of mentalities. Obviously, you are too. I'm really excited to hear what book you have to recommend to Fire Nation later on. But before we get there, have you had an I've made it moment?
1: Yeah, absolutely, John. Every day when I, when I get up and look out over Bondi Beach from my unit, I just feel, so, you know, living with one of my best mates, I'm in business with another really great mate. We're a brilliant team who I love working with. I get paid to speak and travel and meet some amazing people along the way. So every day I wake up and have this amazing feeling of, yes, I've, you know, I've made it. But you've really got to, it's because you set goals along the way and they were goals that I set in previous years. So of course, there's still much more I want to achieve and I do set goals. There are personal goals and business goals every three months. But, looking, but you can't forget to look back and I remember Jack Welch says um, you know, in, in some of his speeches that you've always got to be celebrating milestones along the way because it's the journey that's the fun part, not necessarily the destination. So I feel very, very lucky every day when I look out um, to the view at Bondo Beach and just feel that I'm so lucky. But then again, there's so much more I want to achieve and I'm going about doing that at the moment, I guess.
0: That's just such a perfect mentality, Adam, because so often as entrepreneurs, we're so driven and we just set these goals like you're talking about, these three-month goals that you have, and we drive hard to them and then we reach these goals and then we just set that next lofty standard and continue to drive forward to that. And it's so important to enjoy and appreciate the milestones along the way because that's what being an entrepreneur is. It's about the journey. And that's why Entrepreneur on Fire is focused on the journey because that's really what it's all about. And if you're just so focused on the final destination, then when you get there, you're really going to have to wonder, was it all worth it at that point? Because you weren't enjoying the entire journey. So I'm definitely glad to hear that you've been doing so, Adam. I definitely encourage you to keep with that mentality. On that note, you have so many great things going on in your current business right now. Your your speaking engagements, you're doing different podcast interviews, a lot of great things are going on with Blue Wire Media. What's one thing that's really exciting you about your business right now?
1: the The thing that's exciting me most about my business today is the fact that inbound marketing as a, is, is working so well for for our own company. And inbound marketing is the notion of publishing remarkable content on the web, whether it's in the form of podcasts like yours, whether it's eBooks, whether it's a blog, whether it's free tools and reports that you offer, and attracting people into your website and attracting people um, to your business rather than interrupting them with advertising messages, which has traditionally been the way to market your business. And the fact that inbound marketing is working so remarkably well for us excites me. Not only because I'm the marketing manager at Blue Wire, but because we offer these services to our clients and we're practicing what we preach and, and and trialing everything out. And it's actually working really well. So I'm excited for that. And I'm excited that we can be taking everything that we learn, marketing BlueWire, and taking that back to our clients so that they can um, do similar things.
0: So Adam, no two days are identical for most entrepreneurs. And I know you're no different. But at the same time, I like to pull the curtain back at Entrepreneur on Fire here and really look into a day in your life. Do you have two tasks that do seem to take up a good portion of your day, day in, day out?
1: Day in, day out, yes. I, and they are the two things that I'm definitely trying to set more time aside to focus on, and that is writing, um, whether it's my own blog, um, my guest blogging commitments, whether it's ebooks, whether it's up. Uh, um, websites, content, I spend a lot of time writing and that's something that I realize I just need to set time aside to practice, to get better because ideally I would like to write a book next year with, with Toby, my business partner. So writing is the thing that takes up most of my day and if I'm lucky enough then speaking as well is, is the other thing that occupies my day, preparing presentations, practicing presentations and the funnest part is actually delivering the, the keynote presentations to an audience.
0: Absolutely. We've had some great guests on the show. Ryan Fishkin of SEOmoz, Erica Douglas from Wish Traffic. We've recently had Chris Brogan and Seth Godin on the show, and all these people are just talking about content marketing and how important it is, especially with all that Google is doing to get rid of the black hat tactics and tricking the system like you're just not able to trick Google anymore. To the level you used to be, and it's getting tougher by the month. What is really working for you inbound marketing wise? You're talking about writing great content. Share a little bit more of that with Fire Nation.
1: Absolutely. So there's, it's a couple of stepped approach. One, I blog regularly, so that attracts a lot of traffic to our website. But secondly, we've released a, ser- a series of premium tools. So one of them is our Web Strategy Secrets ebook. Another one is our web strategy planning template. Another is the social media guidelines templates and social media planning template. So these are free tools that we've released on our website and anybody can go and download them for free. All they've got to do is pop in their email address and their, and their first and last name and they can instantly download these tools. And the reason that's working so well is that people really want to understand how to use the web. They're, they know that marketing... They know that business has changed because of the web, but they're not quite sure how to go about implementing stuff for their own business. So there's a ton of searches online for social media templates or web strategy templates. So we're actually coming up very high in the search engine and getting a hell of a lot of traffic because we've got tools that people are looking for and tools that actually help them solve a problem that they've got. And what most people don't realize is that on the web, Most people, like 75% of people and that's that's a HubSpot statistic, 75% of people are looking for information because they've got a problem and then once once they've done enough research online or you've educated them with your free tools, then the next 23% of people are looking to, once they've realized they've got a problem which you might be able to solve, then they're looking to compare you to your competitor and that's when you need information on your site um, information about your staff information about why you would wire over a competitor and then finally it's only the last two percent of people that are ready to take action and too many people try and go from and skip out those first two steps of education and then providing information about the company they go they try and go straight to the call to action to call now or fill out your inquiry form straight away without that lead nurturing education process and that's something that we've realized. And because we've got so much um, useful, valuable, uh, free content on our site, we're getting a hell of a lot of people interested in our business, and we can gradually educate them so there's no shortage of leads and inquiries coming through to Blue Wire.
0: So, Adam, what is your vision for the future of Blue Wire Media?
1: Yeah, the future for Blue Wire it, it is the same as it has been um, since the early days. And our BHAG, our big, hairy, audacious goal, as Jim Collins calls it is to be the Google of web strategy and it's important to be able to say it succinctly the Google of web strategy is only four words or it's five, the Google of web strategy is five words but it really conveys where we want to take the business we want it to be um, you know, obviously web based web strategy is the the niche that we want to own or the niche as you Americans say is uh, web strategy is the niche that we want to own and being Google it's, just a, it's always a very popular place to work it's very successful and it makes people's lives easier like Google has you know tremendous revenue but the majority of the people that that use Google are just using their free service so they're making the world a better place by making um, people have better access to information for free and they just happen to make a huge amount of revenue from a particular product that they have but they're making, and provide, making the world a better place and providing lots of free tools as well. So we really try and emulate Google in a lot of the stuff that we do.
0: That is a great vision for the future. So, Adam, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions. You come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Sure thing. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: The things that were holding me back from being an entrepreneur, I had no money, had no experience and didn't know how to build a website. So they were the things holding me back Um, but then we managed to overcome them because we decided to go into web design at the start which had no barrier to entry and that meant that we could start a business with literally $100 to buy a domain name and get that that set up. Um, We hired the technical skills or, or actually our original business partner. Uh, we did have a third business partner in the early days, and uh, he's who I live with now. He's one of my great mates, but he actually helped us build our first website because he had the technical skills. But um, after that, he made a decision to to uh, to go into his his other job, um, and from then on, we hired technical skills to um, to get the business to kick the business off.
0: What is the best business advice that you ever received?
1: The advice was: sales are opinion, cash is fact. And that was from one of our mentors in the early days as well. We'd offer, he would often catch up with our mentor and he'd say, um, so how are sales going? And we'd go, oh yeah, 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 they're going really well. And um, he'd say, "So who's paid? And we'd go, oh, yeah, they haven't all paid yet. And he goes, that, that's because sales are opinion and cash is fact. He said, um, you know, it's all right, it's fine if people say they want to buy from you, but then you know you've got to issue the invoice, they've got to pay it, you've got to do the work. You've got to put the money in the bank and pay the tax on it. And that's when the job's done. So cash is fact and sales is opinion.
0: Wonderful. What's something that's working for you or Blue Wire right now?
1: I find, um, I mean, from a personal point of view, the speaking's working really well at the moment. I really enjoy it. And I've got, I think, another six speaking gigs in the next couple of weeks It's such a fantastic opportunity to be educating people about this whole new world of inbound marketing and web strategy. It's, uh, I personally really enjoy it. It's a real thrill when you can teach somebody something new from your own experience. And it's a really good way to be marketing your services as well. It certainly leads to more clients, um, if they've they've seen you speak and they like what you're about. So the public speaking is working really well.
0: So Adam, you're on the cutting edge of technology in certain areas. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can recommend to Fire Nation?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Evernote because I, I live in it. You know, you've got so many ideas and you get inspiration. It's always when you're not at your computer, right? It's when you're on a jog or it's when you're on an airplane or something. So having your iPhone or your smartphone in your pocket with an app like Evernote, you can just record a voice memo or type something in when you've got an idea. So I certainly live in Evernote. But the other tool that I love is just simply Google Reader and I've just set that up on my iPhone and that allows me to follow the RSS feeds of my favorite bloggers. So there would be about 30 or 40 bloggers who I follow and again, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day. We've all got the same amount of time, but it's what you do with that time. So what I love to do with Google Reader is when I'm waiting at an airport or I'm waiting for a meeting, you know, that, that dead time when you'd normally be sitting around twiddling your thumbs using that time to read my favorite bloggers articles and keep up to speed on what's happening there. And of course, that's very often when I get my bursts of inspiration and ideas for my own blog posts or ideas for my own premium content. And that's when I jot it into Evernote. So when it does come time to sit down and do the writing and do the work, I've got the framework laid out and all I've got to do is flesh it out a bit more.
0: What are some of your favorite bloggers?
1: The ones you've mentioned earlier, actually, Seth Godin and uh, Vern Harnish are fantastic. I love – oh, sorry, Seth Godin and Chris Brogan are fantastic. Uh, Vern Harnish is another fantastic blogger who I follow. There's there's loads.
0: Love it. Do you have a business book that you can recommend to Fire Nation?
1: Absolutely. My all-time favorite business book is Mastering the Rockefeller Habits by Vern Harnish, And that was one of the books I read probably five or six years ago. It had come recommended by by all sorts of different peers and mentors, so it kept getting mentioned. So we we just had to read it. It's 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 brilliant because it gives you not only the framework to run your business, but all the detail that you need to be actually implementing these things. And we've gone back to see Vern's you know see Vern's workshops and his his growth summits in Australia. And he really does not only provide you with the tools to run a business and to grow a business, but he also pulls in all the other thought leaders um, to his events. And on his blog and his newsletter, he's always up to speed on the best business practice. Um, so he's, he's, he's been the one guy who's introduced us to so many other business thought leaders. It's not funny. Um, and his, his book, Mastering the Rockefeller Habits, has been the framework that we've built our business on.
0: Man, well, with all of these amazing books you've been referencing this entire interview, I am going to have to get this on my Kindle immediately because I've actually never even heard of this book, so I'm excited.
1: It's a great book. Well worth it.
0: So, Adam, this is the last question, but it's definitely my favorite. It's definitely tricky, so take your time, digest it, and come back at us with an answer. If you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew nobody... You still have all the experience and all the knowledge you currently have, but only $500 in your pocket, a computer with internet access, and your food and shelter is taken care of. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: That's a great question, John. So I don't know anybody, but I've got all the experience and knowledge that I currently have. What I would do if I've got all the knowledge and experience that I have at the moment, I would set up a website with that $500. I would go to a website like odesk or 99designs.com and get a very basic website set up and on it I would optimize it for social media speaker because that is the skill set that I have and I would optimize it for social media speaker so that I could hopefully start getting in front of audiences again and from that base I would start I would also recreate all my premium tools, like the web strategy planning template. I would do the social media guidelines templates, and I would pop all of those up on my website as well, so that I could start building up my contact list. I could start um, helping people by contributing useful tools, and then once I had started um, speaking, once I'd started um, building up my contact list by by releasing these tools, I'd you know do email marketing and communicate with those people. Um, very much like I'm doing at the moment and I would actually also set up LinkedIn and on that I would ideally look to find a business partner because with my experience I know I couldn't have done it on my own. Having Toby as my business partner has been amazing and I personally, I don't think I'd want to start a business on my own. I think it would get too lonely, be too difficult and too easy to give up. So I would set up LinkedIn, set up my profile and start looking around for somebody who I really... Oh, I, didn't, I don't know anyone, so i have got to meet a few people, but find somebody whose skill set complements mine and persuade them to go into business with me and then just start selling.
0: Wow, Adam, that was some incredible actionable advice. And you've given us actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: My parting piece of guidance would be, if you haven't started... Just get started. You don't need to know all the answers or the, you know, you don't need to see the path all the way through to completion. Just get started. You'll work it out as you go. Find mentors, find people who you admire, ask them for that, for help. Most people are going to be very generous and you're going to be surprised with how many people actually say that they'll help you for free. Um, and just keep persevering. There's obviously going to be difficult times. Roll with the punches. Um, just, just hang in there. Enjoy the ride. It's a lot of fun. And finally, a plug, if you're interested in any of those tools that I mentioned, like the web strategy planning template or my ebook, head to bluewiremedia.com.au and download them. They're free resources. I hope you find them really useful. And if you do, please feel free to tweet me. It's at Franklin underscore Adam. So um, I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, John.
0: Awesome, Adam. We will link All this up in the show notes, entrepreneuronfire.com slash 93 is where you can find it, Fire Nation. Adam, you've been so generous with your time, with your expertise, with your knowledge. Thank you on behalf of Fire Nation. We salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks, John. All the best. Fire Nation,
0: do you have a product or service that you would like to share with the 100,000 plus unique downloads Entrepreneur on Fire generates every month consisting of passionate entrepreneurs? Chris Brogan sponsored an episode for his book, The Impact Equation, with great results. If you would like to have 15 seconds at the top of our show to share your product or message, go to SponsorEOFire.com to find out more. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com. Your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.